0: Welcome to the Start Me Up podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. I'm Kimberly Johnson, waiting for my vaccine in D.C. Today, my guest is Eric Garland. We had such an amazing conversation. Eric has such a fascinating mind. I do want to mention that for some reason, I don't know what it was, uh, that my end sounds a little, I don't know what the word is, canny, but it's only slight. It doesn't happen when I'm not recording with Eric. So, and we were doing it on the phone. So, I don't know what the deal is, but just keep in mind, I'm aware of it. And I don't know what the hell is going on. Gonna have to get Bob Seska to check out my system and see if there's an issue. But I also have to say that today there is no ad for the show, but I am going to do a separate show with a much shorter intro just because I have created that tier on Patreon, which I will get into a minute. But first, the Start Me Up podcast is an independent podcast. It's supported by listeners, and it's woman-run. It's patrons who keep this show going, so thank you, everyone who supports the show. If you do enjoy our conversation today, take a look at the About page. You'll see that I mostly talk with political people, but occasionally I do interview actors about their craft, because I used to be one, and they're so interesting to me. Just visit patreon.com startmeup. You can see all the different tiers. I do two free shows every week, one on Monday, one on Wednesday, and then I do a patrons-only show show on Monday and Wednesday following my free shows. I also do at least one patrons-only show with a guest once a month. And I have a new tier on Patreon that lets you listen ad-free and with a much shorter intro. So again, just visit patreon.com slash startmeup. You can also make a one-time donation by checking out the text in the Patreon description. I always include my email. You can use that with PayPal. You can find Start Me Up on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are found. Just stop by the iTunes app, the Apple Podcast Store, become a subscriber because it's free. And while you're there, please Rate the show, and if you like it, leave me a review. I would really appreciate it. Now, please enjoy my fascinating conversation with Eric Garland. Welcome to the show, Eric. I'm pleased to be here, Kimberly. Thanks for having me. Oh, my God. I've known you on Twitter now for years, and it's so funny. And I, you know, I got to say, you were on my boyfriend's show, Bob Seska's show, uh, I don't know, last week or the week before, and he just did nothing but rave about you. And, you know, it's so funny because there's all these people that I want to talk to. And then when it comes time to deciding who I want to talk to, I go blank. I'm like, and then I fall back on my, you know, old faithful. So I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm
1: here, too. So <laughs> um,
0: now let's just get right into it. Uh, Already. Now, before I asked you on the show, I was like, OK, I, I think he, I don't know. You brought up possible topics. And so you, I know. Bob told me that you're all about the traitors going to jail. So I usually ask people a couple of, like, when I have guests on my show, I like to ask the same questions. So I'm going to ask you these questions. But the first one is going to be about, say, Trump going to jail and Don Jr. and Ivanka and all of those people. I really honestly, I mean, I feel there's a chance that they could, but I also feel that caution because I'm scared that the white men with money and, and those, you know, celebrity types or whatever, they seem to walk. So I want to hear your theories about what's possible coming up, especially for Donald Trump.
1: Well, let's just address the, the emotional content there, because I think it's important. Because um, I can start telling you about rules, regulations, laws that have been broken, how prosecutions work, criminal versus counterintelligence. And we might discuss that, but let's talk about... The feelings, because mm-hmm. how we perceive um, information and how we use that to predict the future and then how we feel about those future predictions. Mm-hmm. Number one, that's what I study in the, the world. That's kind of how I came to be on, on Twitter is I'm an intel. well, how I ended up uh, talking a lot about um, our government being taken over by these chowder heads is that mm-hmm. I'm a strategic intelligence analyst and uh, I study how people make decisions because I give people news, good news, bad news, depends on how they they see it. Mm -hmm. And um, I used to think that being right about stuff was the most important thing. Ha! No, (laughs) it's, you know, it's like 56 under, do we have enough coffee creamer in the office? Um, (laughs) You know, it's not about being right. Being right is pretty easy. It's about getting somebody making a decision. Yeah to accept that you're right, be in the right frame of mind, to accept that you're right and do something valuable with it. And when you're working with the clients I've had over the years, businesses and governments at a high level and whatnot, that's really important that yeah. they don't just take the information and have a temper tantrum with it and ignore it and do something that isn't as good as something else they could do. So that's the art and science. So that's why I get into the emotions <laughs> of these things. So everyone's, you know, they're looking at this situation and they feel fear because mm. I mean, this has been a hugely traumatic, mm-hmm. intentionally traumatic experience that America was living through its system going completely insane. Mm-hmm. And of course, for many people the system being irrational and cruel is n- not news. Right. Uh, black Americans, it does not, mm-hmm. it's not surprising that the law doesn't work the yeah, way right. people say it does. It's yeah. not a that's not a news flash. Women don't have to be told about things being unfair. Right. Uh, you know, feeling like the whole system's out to get you is nothing new to gay lesbian, etc folks there's tons of people but this was kind of one of the first experiences we've had where on mass you kind of had two paths you're kind of you were still stuck on the whole rule of law democracy thing in which case this whole experience of you know these these knuckleheads running our government um was going to be just broadly traumatic or you were propagandized and you, you you refused to your identity, the idea that this was a good thing, mm-hmm. um, in which case your trauma's coming up when you find out that you were totally had. But either way, we've got this whole nation that's been emotionally traumatized yes. by this. And so when we now get into, all right, let's talk about how criminal prosecutions work. Let's talk about how national security investigations work and how do those come out? What are the results? What does anybody do? When does somebody go to jail? God damn it. Yes. You know, you know, who has to forfeit assets? Right. Who's got, you know, who ends up, you know, crying as they walk out of the (laughs) the, the courtroom and, you know, their attorney putting their their trench coat over their head? Yeah. Uh, You know, that would something's got to happen. Right. um, That, you know, that is in the context of all these feelings uh, uh, and, you know, post-traumatic you know, numbness and mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, uh, you know, I'd just like to say to your listeners that if you're confused or it feels like everything's happening but nothing's happening, that's completely normal mm-hmm. for so many reasons. And a lot of it's just the emotional trauma of what's gone on, and the fact that the lines that have been crossed by. A group of people um you know the figurehead being donald trump trump but i, I feel like it's like you get hit by a mac truck and you're like what what hit you what happened there oh there was this little shiny pitbull that, that just attacked me no that, i mean that was the thing on the front of it that might have been the right, last thing you right, saw right, right but the kinetic
0: force yes that, boom,
1: was a whole thing that involved banks and old families with old money Mm -hmm. and hostile foreign intelligence services and mob criminals sending us bang right into you. And the last thing you saw was this weird shiny pit bull with like a dead orange ferret on its head. (laughs) You're waking up and it's April 2021. You're like, orange (laughs) orange guy with wig i
0: don't know what happened
1: (laughs) so now with that as the backdrop let's talk about who's going to jail
0: okay Um, yes let's do do
1: so kimberly do you still do you want to do you want to
0: start with donald trump or do you want to start with matt getz okay let's start with matt and then we'll move up to trump because, See, you know, this is to- I will say It's I- topical.
1: Now, when you tweet about the podcast, it'll get more, you know, we'll get more hooks in this,
0: right? <laughs> well, and I do believe that Matt is probably going to pay. So, well,
1: you know, if you're going to traffic sex workers, maybe <laughs> don't pay them with an application that has a public ledger right. attached to your name as a congressman. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't traffic 17 and 18 year olds across international borders, right. uh, you know, for sex. <laughs> so I don't know how it's done. I would have imagined oh, cash or, I don't know. It's not, it's not my field of expertise, but I know generally, you know, you don't tweet about it. It's how you're doing it. And you know, you don't pay them on bill. This mm-hmm. is, you know, I'm just guessing. No, I mean, these people are in massive, Trouble, and if yeah. you look at Joel Greenberg, who is Matt oh, Getz's yeah. associate, I pulled his federal prosecution papers uh, from Pacer.gov. Uh-huh. And if anyone's wondering, like how I keep my my sense of humor and uh, my Mary Poppins-like uh, break <laughs> attitude through this, it's Justice.gov. I don't go to .coms, baby. Mm-mm, that's not where the hotness is. That's .gov is where the good stuff is. Pacer.gov federal prosecute, federal federal court paperwork. You got to have some skills to, to, you know, to know what you're looking at. Yeah. Um, they're gonna, I hear Biden's going to make it free because it can, it can be, it can be somewhat costly, not terribly. Um, but you, you go through and you find out who's in trouble and Hmm. these are public matters unless they have been sealed, for usually one of three reasons. One, there are minor children involved. that gets sealed. You can't look at that stuff. Mm-hmm. Two, it's national security connected. That'll get sealed up. Or three, it's an ongoing prosecution mm-hmm. and they don't want to tip off the other oh, right. um, the, the other parties. But other than that, It's fair game because these are now, now you're in, you're in public. That goes for civil cases and criminals. So let's go to Matt's buddy, Joel Greenberg. (laughs) I I don't remember the last time I saw that many federal (laughs) charges on a single. It was like, it went over to the second piece. Did it go to the second piece of paper? It was, it was like enough prison for (laughs) like your cat would evolve into an alligator. Uh, It was measured in eons. They were like like kilo felonies. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know they measured them in that. But yeah, you can get (laughs) metric quadrillions of felonies. Uh, um, Joel Greenberg was the tax collector for Seminole County. And uh, amongst his other things like stalking political candidates and stealing information to make fake IDs out of his office, he was using... Oh, and like some sex trafficking and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> he was also using state equipment to mine Bitcoin. Oh my I mean, God. The, wow! These people,
0: you know, they really—they leave no felony unturned. I right. gotta leave. <laughs> And I, I have to say, I'm laughing not at sex trafficking, but at how you present. So, well, uh, you know, because these, these people
1: are overachievers. They don't want some prison, they want all they want the prison. All the prison. Right? Leave some prison for Don Jr., man. Come on. Because um, you never know. It'd be like, you know, they, you know, well, sir, you're setting uh, phase. You're up for 70,000 years of prison that's not enough for Ivanka what yeah. do we do I mean we have to take <laughs> these things into consideration um you know but what's so interesting is these guys are really close mm-hmm. to mr. Trump yes um you know you find out that uh, you know green you got Greenberg in a picture with Matt Getz and mm-hmm. you know they got their their famous selfie with Roger, Roger Stone. Stone
0: yeah
1: and we all know who Roger Stone is
0: unfortunately you know,
1: co-conspirator with russian intelligence to yeah. attack america's uh, election guy who was at the attempted coup d'etat on january 6th um you know they they're all there together mm-hmm. and you know Getz is in trouble and you know within a couple days of this coming out greenberg's attorney goes to court and they change their plea from the hilarious not guilty <laughs> what you're not guilty of all 55 of those charges like <laughs> wow i mean like if you get one and they got the wrong guy like your honor that wasn't even my car i wasn't going 110 and a 55 or i didn't tear the tag off that mattress too early that's (laughs) that's wrong maybe who knows maybe there are some facts in dispute here but like uh it was like you know uh, stalking illegal use of state Thing, you're mining Bitcoin at work. i mean, it's just like, oh, brrr, yeah. and just goes right down. Like, really, you didn't do any of this. The federal prosecutors are all full of shit. Really? Like, okay. Um, I buy your your confidence. Um, suddenly, Damascene conversion. He comes out. Wait a minute. I'm guilty. Mm-hmm. I'm cooperating. Right. Um, and pretty soon, you have somebody resigning from Ballard Partners, which is one of the largest. Um, Lobbying shops in D.C. in the Trump era, they were all Tallahassee until Trump got elected. And then Brian Ballard, Trump's number one uh, Florida lobbyist, he establishes a shop in uh, in D.C. and I think Tel Aviv right yeah. after that. Wow. Um, yeah, because, you know, that's isn't that the natural growth curve yeah, of the totally business normal. from Tallahassee? <laughs> not, not to Orlando and Miami or Houston, but – You know, straight to D.C. and Tel Aviv. Um, uh, Dubai, no doubt, next. Um, But Ben Ballard was representing Hulk Bank, which is the guys who got pinched very early on for laundering Iranian money.
0: I I don't even know about them. I've never even heard of that.
1: You've never heard of Hulk Bank? No. That's that's the, the Turkish bank that was central to laundering Iranian money. And they were represented by, I believe, Rudy Giuliani and oh, wow. Mike, Michael Mukasey, our former attorney general hmm. under George W. Bush. So a little messy there. Yeah. And that's who Preet Bharara, who was the U.S. attorney mm-hmm. of the Southern District of New York, he was prosecuting that case. And that, remember when they had previzon was coming up, they had a whole bunch of cases in the Southern District. Mm-hmm. And that's when Trump got rid of Bharara.
0: Oh, wow. Um, Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. And, and, and um, then you had a guy named Reza Zarab who got mm-hmm. pinched. He got arrested here. Um, uh, he was, he, got, he was, tried to take his family to Disney World in 2016 while Obama was still present, they, and they arrested him huh. for this, this money laundering thing. And Rudy and Mike Bukasi were trying super hard to get this Reza Zarab. Out of hot water because he was like the linchpin to laundering Iranian oil money and getting it out into these other networks, mm-hmm. um, you know, through Russia and, and stuff like that. Azerbaijan, there's a whole – he drew a whole graph of where all the money went. Um, so this Reza Zarab you know, the, you get the Turkish – uh, you know, this is this is why you got to check all the emotions about this because, like, as you get into some of the story here, it's like, how can these people not go to prison? Exactly. Office? This seems yeah. This seems bad because yeah. this. I mean, this is this is really really bad stuff. Like, you know, this Zarab guy gets nailed for you know laundering Iranian money. And remember how much the Republicans oh they hate Iran oh <laughs> no, they, right oh always <laughs> oh, going oh we're gonna fight with Iran yeah yeah yeah. They just happen to have the, the world's largest un, undeveloped uh, petroleum reserves, and you hate them,
0: right? Or, exactly.
1: Hmm, interesting, because uh, so would you you're okay with laundering the mullah's money? That's very interesting. So you, you get uh, um, what's his name uh, uh, Erdogan, the, the the dictator of Turkey. Yes. He takes Biden aside at some event, like 2016, is like, "Hey, can you get my boy off?" And I believe Biden's like no but you could go fuck yourself that's something you could do literally like took him aside at a thing and was like hey hey can i talk to you and he's like what and he's like hey could you not prosecute this guy and he's like hi we're not a dictatorship and i don't get to make that discussion
0: yeah idiot yeah or
1: i don't get to make that decision right dude uh, that's the department of justice i don't know did he launder money through the southern district of new york (laughs) i guess he's fucked <laughs> I don't know. I'm the vice president, not the attorney general, and we're not allowed to talk to him uh, on this stuff. So, got it? Uh, oh, well, just asking. Well, thanks. And meanwhile, Rudy and Mike Nkasi are in the background going, "Ah, come on, come on, let's get come on!" All he did was launder some Iranian money. We paid Iran. Um, okay. And 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 you know. Then, you know, then you get, then who's the lobbyist for, for Hulk Bank? Trump's, Trump's favorite lobbyist. And Matt Getz gets in trouble. And who's representing him? Mark Mukasi, Mike Mukasi's son.
0: And who's, and who again is Mike Mukasi?
1: Michael Mukasi was uh, the attorney general under George Bush. Right, that's right. Okay, okay. Wow, uh, yep. interesting. So you,
0: How they all yes. kind of tie together.
1: Yeah, and uh, you'll see John Ashcroft's name pop up on yeah. a whole bunch of stuff because he was—he really? was—he's a registered foreign agent for uh, the Prime Minister of Malaysia who got nailed in the one MDB money laundering thing, um, um, Najib Razak, and as well as the state of Qatar that is really big into human trafficking. That's mm-hmm. John Ashcroft here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was Attorney General. By the way, when you have the when you have a security clearance the way an attorney general does, because they're above the FBI. They're above the FBI counterintelligence. Mm -hmm. They're the head of the DOJ, right? So they have this absurdly high security clearance. You're not allowed to take money from foreign governments. That's not a thing. Yeah, You you can go be a a lecturer at at Georgetown or Princeton, Yale Law or whatever, Mm -hmm. or go into private practice, but you're not allowed to take candy from strangers (laughs) Uh, that way. But these guys all are. So there's like this... Much, you know, so this is why I, you know, I think of Trump as the, as the stupid dog on the front of the Mack truck. Because, <laughs> no, it's like you've got,
0: right, you got yeah.
1: Louis Free, who used to be FBI
0: director,
1: mm-hmm. um, you know, who's running around as an agent of Russia, right? And, and like that guy's on the loose. You got a couple of attorney generals on the loose. Mm-hmm. You've got a whole bunch of people who ought to know better who should be in prison now, mm-hmm. like, for, you know for, for what they've done and, you know, for nothing else, these are all the the people I just described should have registered as agents of foreign powers in this country under the foreign agents registration act of 1938. Um, the reason they might not would be counterintelligence investigations counter espionage uh, uh, investigations and national security investigations trump criminal stuff
0: hmm.
1: so to speak i mean they, they come for there's a mm-hmm. process known as deconfliction which is before you nail somebody on uh criminal charges there is a process where they go check like hey this guy isn't like hooked into any spies or anything is he because that you know we don't want to mess up your thing there And sometimes, you know, they'll just get a shake of the head. "Mm -mm." (laughs) It's like, "Mm -mm, you can't, you can't, I was like, ah, crap. And you can't prosecute because it'll get in the way of trying to catch some spies or something like that. And so that, you know, this is a game that involves a lot of patience. So when you have this many people running around who should be in prison and they're not yet, it's usually not just like. You know, Merrick Garland doesn't want to just like staple all these guys into a in, into their prison bed, like chunk, 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 mm-hmm. chunk, goodbye, <laughs> like all hun- hundreds <laughs> of these scumbags, right? He most likely does, but we do things a certain way, and you gotta yeah. lead with this stuff first. Mm-hmm. So we start with Matt Getz, and you know, you know these. You look at the people that are coming to defend him. Are these, you know, somebody like? Mark McCaskey, um, you know, with that kind of power, mm-hmm. like, and, and this is just you know, somebody's shithead kid who yeah. ended up in, in in Congress. Now, his dad did, I believe, manage the fund that that was the reimbursement for the Deepwater Horizons spill. Oh, if you God, remember that yes. way back
0: in the day, yes, yeah, yes. Apparently, I
1: do. yeah. Well, that British Petroleum gave this big payout, right? Well, the, the, apparently, Don gets Matt gets his dad help, you know direct that money I wonder if there's a bigger story there yeah but so his kid uh, who you know I think most people would agree does not remind anyone of you know Cato or you know (laughs) Marcus Aurelius or you know I don't know probably not going to be statues up with the the dude um you know but he's a congressman and you know you look at all these people that he's connected to yeah Um, And it's like, huh, there's something, you know, we're over a target here that those people don't want us to get at. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's very interesting. You're starting to see a lot of prosecutions, and many of them are going to be pretty upsetting, of, you know, abuse of children, particularly sexual abuse. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: What I think is happening right now is that you're seeing a you know there's a whole nest of these felonies that are being exposed Mm -hmm. and they're so hard to explain um because you know what i just put out for your audience you know you can't put me on nbc news um to do that i mean look i'll go Uh, you know if they they ask me i'll you know i got the same you know story everywhere but you know you know like i said at the beginning you know i study how people make decisions if i lay that out in front of a you know the the absolutely you know broad population mm-hmm. of the united states the number of people who are going to get past the word hulk bank is <laughs> vanishing. exactly uh, and, 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 and that's not a you know people we need smarter voters no we don't i mean it's not reasonable not everybody has to be an intelligence right. analyst not everybody has to be us attorney in their head in order to participate in society. Yeah. We shouldn't have this many freaking criminals mm-hmm. running around with spies. Mm-hmm. Like this shit shouldn't happen again. I think mm-hmm. this is overwhelming.
0: Yes, um, it
1: is. but you know, the, you can't expect everybody to, to track this whole story. But if you start with some of the, the most heinous crimes that need to stop yesterday
0: mm-hmm.
1: that are connected in. And I think in many cases exist as like the compromise that, allows certain elected elected officials and leaders of business government and churches mm-hmm. to be controlled is, you know, is a whole network of crimes against children yeah. that you don't necessarily have to have even committed those crimes. Mm-hmm. You just need to have looked the other way yes. when you heard
0: about Right. Them. Yeah. Wow. That's that's kind of amazing to think about, especially, you know, he, Matt Gates has Jim Jordan sticking up for him. Huh. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like. Right. <laughs> they all kind of stick together. Although, interestingly, it was funny because Matt was speaking at that, you know, Women for uh, Make America, whatever those fucking bullshit MAGA women are, and he said that Trump had his back. And then I guess, you know, last night the report came down that Trump refused a meeting with him. So there's that. Why do you, and why do you think that is?
1: Treason. Treason is hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> why do you think Trump is uh, not meeting with, with him?
1: Cause they're co-conspirators. I mean, they're all. Okay. <laughs> okay uh, so I'd like to introduce a general concept here when thinking about this, which is, I may describe someone's plan and that may be their plan, mm-hmm. but you may go, wait a minute, that's an insane plan. Mm-hmm. That's a stupid plan. I'm not disagreeing. Mm-hmm. I'm just describing the plan. So, like, right, right, right. this, I do a lot of this lately. It's like, what are they trying to do? I think they're trying to do this. Yeah. But that, that can't be. That's completely suicidal or it'll, at best, they can't, that won't get them away from their doom, mm-hmm. to which I have to answer Oh I know. Right. I don't think it's a good plan. Right. I don't think there is a good plan. Um uh you know, and you can't unfuck a goat. I'm right. sorry. Once a goat has been fucked, there is there's a fucked goat. There's there <laughs> you know, it's on high def, it's on 4K yeah. video, it's it's out there. You there's no plan mm. after after goat sex. There's no plan. There's no way to there's no plan after a coup d'etat, mm-hmm. like oh, the guys who ran in and been beat beat police officers with American flags and killed others. Well, they just got a little overheated. No, 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 you fucked a goat. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. You're done. Uh, There's no way. Well, well, you see, you see, well, you know, I'm not sure that we were like connected to that. You paid for the, you're in the Republican attorney general's association and you paid for the cold calling. Mm-hmm. The robo calls to get the people there.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that doesn't like connect us to it. It actually does. Well, that go- that I, I've never even seen that goat before. Oh, okay. Um, there's no, there's no good plan. And yeah, so why is isn't. Donald Trump not taking a, you know, a meeting with Matt gets? I mean, first of all, I mean, the question we need to return to the same question of why would anyone ever want to meet with Matt right. Getz for <laughs> any reason? Like there's something nefarious at play that anyone wants to spend time with them yeah. at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, to wit, you can be a congressman, and you know, you can be hitting on uh, at best, uh, you know, the the, the most innocent, um, you know, uh, college freshmen who don't even want to hang out with you as a congressman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you're, you, no one wants to talk to you anyhow. Why wouldn't Trump now? Well, he knows that gets is doomed. Mm-hmm. So, why would he want to be seen in that photo op? Whereas Matt gets probably wants to get close to Trump so he can collect that, you know, get out of jail free card of like, see, I still know the big guy. Right. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, (laughs) And that's actually further to the dynamic here. I think a lot of people, when you get into their actions, they're so brazen. Yeah. Um, And I think that's what they enjoy about it. And Mm -hmm. I think that's where a lot of this sexual abuse. Comes from, you know. This is not from, you know. This is not from the inherent, um, you know, enjoyability of, you know, s- sexual people who are still, you know, going to take their PSATs next mm-hmm. year. Um, that there's the these are, you know, aberrant souls that like to do something that they know to be mm-hmm. fundamentally wrong, and, you know, I think especially if they know that they are working in. For patrons who are vastly more powerful, Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that they are, uh, you know, as handmaidens to this, are are seduced with is like, hey, hang out with us and you can do things that are absolutely illegal. Mm -hmm. And like, look, dude, I've been doing, you know, you hang out with Roger Stone, Mm -hmm. dude, I've been doing this for 50 straight years. Right, yeah. You know, I hung out with Roy Cohn. I, uh, you know, I Mm -hmm. used to hang out with him. I I started the torturer's lobby for Christ's sake. I'm still walking around. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I'm on the win team. So let's do a bunch of stuff that, by the way, I am going to have a copy of high def uh, video and audio of you doing, and you will never make another decision in your life. Not that you're smart enough to make decisions anyhow. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you, um, uh, you know, so you think that you can get yeah. away with all this. And, you know, it's funny, you know, Americans are, well, it was once said that Americans are a, a people who think of a hundred years as a long time. Englishmen are people who think of a hundred miles as a long way. I always like that com- comparator. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, 30 or 40 years to us as individuals seems like a long time. But if you, you know, have maybe been, I don't know, you know, in a constant struggle with organized crime or, uh, you know, Soviet intelligence or whatnot, it's really not that long a a period of time. There may be a lot of people who have gotten away with financial crimes, election fraud, uh, espionage, uh, you know, various felonies of the violent type who have been protected and they've been part of a yeah. larger game and they assume that because their crimes were too mixed up with foreign agents really to prosecute them very easily mm-hmm. uh, for 30 40 years you know they may be right that mm-hmm. you know yeah for 30 or 40 years yeah, they could get a you know get away with this stuff mm-hmm. but sometimes you know when we do in my business where we do you know, trend analysis and trend extrapolation and to, to look at scenarios, you know, you gotta, you know, just cause you think something's going well, doesn't mean you have a good sense of the future. It's like somebody jumps off a hundred story building and, you know, a guy leans out at, you know, uh, you know, the 44th floor as you pass by and goes, how's it going? It's pretty good so far, <laughs> uh, you know,
0: and right.
1: As an analysis of, <laughs> of the recent past, that's true. Yeah, It's just not a good forecast as to where you're going to end up hmm. um, or, or how quick you're going to end up there. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. you know, I think these are, you know, very lawless people, um, you know, who have, you know, in order to get this protection have hung out with progressively worse and worse yes. human beings doing worse things. And they think they're above the law mm-hmm. and, you know, Probably the one thing that's changed for everybody in those thirty or forty years is, especially, the last ten or so, where we all started carrying smartphones around in our pocket, mm-hmm. which provide GPS data, mm-hmm. and you know where we have a computer in our pocket that logs on to um, uh, you know cell phone towers that mm-hmm. leaves a you know a very distinct mark. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, and not everybody has the operational security and forethought to have cash burner phones on everything and make sure that they're, you know, never driving a car that has any GPS chip that's attached to anything that has their name to it. I mean, Mm -hmm. there are people that do that, but they're usually professional intelligence (laughs) officers working from aligned interests, you know, and and even that is a pretty, uh, you know even that's rare uh, to to be that in, invisible. So most people are walking around with a device that is capturing you know evidence that you cannot refute in court but is not that hard to get into court mm-hmm. with some simple warrants and especially this last you know group you know this last few years here and especially the last 4 years all this trump stuff. Mm-hmm. So these guys have left this this web of hmm. you know of of evidence that is not hard to get in the court i mean if you uh, do, do you know the movie the uh, godfather 2
0: i uh, no i, I, I honestly, think it, it's know problem <laughs> i don't I, if i saw it honestly i don't remember it i'm not the godfather person <laughs>
1: i think to understand to understand trump and to understand this this period um you know, you you gotta, you gotta go back to those movies. They're just, they're classics anyhow, but you know, they're explain, especially Godfather two, where there's a Senate investigation that actually mirrored um, this, the investigations of the underworld that led to chapter 96 of 18 U S code. That is the racketeer Mm influence corrupt organizations act or RICO, RICO, which was the new set of prosecutorial uh, laws that enabled uh, throw in the book at complex um, criminal organizations mm-hmm. where the guy at the top and the guy at the bottom are connected. There's yes. a kingpin. They don't necessarily know each other. They had to write those laws, you know, very, very specifically. But, you know, this, you know, The, the Godfather II kind of ends up sort of just prior to that. And the, the end is they've got, you know, their star witness, Frank Pentangeli. Um, who you know at the last minute, where he's testifying in public, they go bring his brother in from Sicily, mm-hmm. and he takes one look and realizes oh, shit, they've got me. And you know he he changes his testimony on the screen and then kills himself later on at the the army barracks, um, which is by the way a reference that Roger Stone made. Hmm. It, he he said you ought to go look at that last scene with Frank Pentangeli. He said that to Randy Critico. That wow. ends up. Oh yeah, that. That is, they were debating, they had motions in court, they wanted to show the scenes from Godfather mm-hmm. Two at, at the end. So, n- no mob here, by the way, but they're just guys that are quoting Godfather Two mm-hmm. as a threat to somebody who might Jesus. testify in a federal
0: prosecution. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's just well, freakish. wow.
1: Well, he got, here's the thing, you know, the, the in the movie, Michael Corleone gets out of it because... The you know the one star witness they had recants because he mm. realized the reach of these guys is is so big they can get everybody it's not yeah. just me yeah. everybody that's ever meant anything to me well it's over right. it's done and he recants well your cell phone can't recant
0: yes 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 wow your Venmo yeah
1: tells no lies. <laughs> You're, oh uh, these are, okay, so to get back to, like, some, like, Trump going to jail porn here yes. <laughs> uh, for you for your people so you can excerpt this. These, these geniuses were treasoning over Twitter DMs, Kimberly. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Right. <clears throat> I mean, you know, forget the emails with the actual <laughs> Russian spies. If it's what you say, I love it. Later in the summer, thanks, <laughs> Natalia Vizelnitskaya. <Right>. Uh, no. <laughs> No problem there. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, you know what's the what's the other guy's name? Rinat Akhmetshin. Okay, what was what does he do for a living? Oh, he's like a motorcycle collector. He's really in the Beanie Babies, and he was a linguist for the Russian military. I wonder if he's a spy.
0: Right? Jeez. <laughs> <coughs> oh my. Well, but okay. Let me ask you though. Okay, first of all, I want to go back. Uh, do you consider Trump? As the Godfather in this scenario,
1: absolutely. He has—he's never been in charge of anything in his life
0: ever. <laughs> so, he's always <laughs> been.
1: Other people have been in charge of yeah. stuff
0: so for who, him. Who is that then? Who would be the Godfather? Um, that's a really interesting question. Actually,
1: I think it's a—that's the—that's the miracle of this shit show is that it's a bunch
0: of different people, uh-huh.
1: and they all think that they're in they're control, the but. They're not like Putin. Uh,
0: where does Putin fall into this?
1: He's definitely, you know, at the he's look, I mean, Trump, I mean, look, look, mention the man's name in front of Trump is, like, oh, 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 right, geez, exactly. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, well, he's Exactly. Uh, great guy. I mean,
0: yeah, uh, well,
1: uh, I respect him. And uh, yeah. he said he didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the election, the election. Yeah. It's not like, you know, it's not like. I've received top secret briefings showing in detail because mm-hmm. the president can get se- sources and methods and go. We got this machine doing this because we wired up this guy's molars and we could listen into this mm-hmm. headquarters. Bah! And that, and then we also got three of our human spies said this. So yeah, it's them. We high confidence, Mr. Mm-hmm. President. He has the right to that. They absolutely told him and and the people, you know, in the intelligence community. Look, in D.C., everybody memos. Mm-hmm. You know that book, Everybody Poops? <laughs> it's like that, but for memos. In D.C., <laughs> everybody memos. So you do anything, you write a memo on it. You mm-hmm. do anything, like, and they know they got, like, you know, this scumbag in the Oval Office. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, everybody that wasn't a trader memoed their butt off. Yeah. They were just, you know... I today, you know, they get what whatever happened at the White House when they got back to the CIA mm-hmm. office of director of national intelligence, whatever they wrote a memo. They're like, tch, 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 you know, yeah. 433 at two o'clock today. I was in the situation room with the president of the United States, also the president, and I briefed him on yes, Putin did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so. There is no question that he knew, but you you ask him about Putin, he's like, oh, he said he didn't do it. That's good enough for me. It's not like I have the most powerful intelligence agencies in history telling me. <laughs> uh, so I, I'd say offhand, Putin has a, a um, is is a godfather, is mm-hmm. you know who's above Trump in rank. Yes. Bibi Netanyahu, yes. who is you know on trial, not really prime minister anymore. Um, you know his relationships with Jared Kushner obviously Mm -hmm. quite a sign. Um, You know, the, the, I mean, the role of the state of Israel at the highest level and it's, you know, it's military and it's intelligence services. I don't think that story has been told all the way Hmm. yet. I mean, you know, we're still getting stuff like Jonathan Pollard, one of the most damaging spies possible, you know, in in American history who got nailed and I forget how many years in prison he served. He gets out And he's immediately flown to Israel, where Netanyahu himself meets this turncoat spy on the tarmac, hands him his Israeli papers, and gives him a hero's welcome. Wow. Kind of a hint there that something's up. And, you know, so Bibi's, you know, a a kingpin. You might say, uh, I'm not sure if he's still alive, but Simeon Mogilevich— uh, you know, head of the Vortizacone, the, the Russian mafia, He he's the guy who ruled the Italian mafia in the 80s and 90s, who basically rolled up the Genovese mafia, which Trump's family was a front for. So he's probably a godfather, but you can't sleep on Dmitry Firtash, the Ukrainian Russian mob guy who's been waiting in Vienna to be uh, extradited to the Northern District of Illinois, Chicago for a plan that involved, uh, I think, Boeing and McKinsey and bribes in the country of India, I want to say, for locking up the world titanium market. And he's a guy who, you know, he had Giuliani on his payroll and um, Lev Parnas, Igor Fruman. When those guys were screwing around in Ukraine, they were being paid by Firtash. And they had... Um, who the horrible the horrible couple there behind uh, uh, Monica Lewinsky's stuff and Whitewater? Uh, oh right, Victoria Victoria Tenzing and Joe DiGenova. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had them on on staff hmm. too. Wow. He was they was paying for their services as well to go screw around with our Ukraine policy to try and attack the twenty twenty election. So he's clearly, you know, a Godfather figure. There's probably there's probably other people in there, but mm-hmm. Trump is you know, Trump's not the kingpin. I, I don't think anybody expected him to win, which is why this is such a disaster for all of these people. Yeah. Well, have you, do you remember the picture of like, uh, the night at Trump tower It was election night and it's right after they, they call Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Do you remember, do you remember the photo? No, I don't. It's the, it was captured the exact moment when they called Pennsylvania and that was it, Mm -hmm. he was going to be president. Mm -hmm. And this is a narcissist. This is a guy with a giant hole in his ego Mm -hmm. who, you know, is just, you know, uh, you know, is looking for any kind of uh, validation he possibly can get. He's the biggest, he's best. He wins president of the United States. Mm -hmm. He's going to be written into the history books. He slouched over his chair to (laughs) the left He's got one finger on his temple, and he's, the look on his face just says, you're fucking kidding me. (laughs) Yeah. And and the only other person with that same look on her face (laughs) is Ivanka. (laughs) Ivanka's next to him, and she has, like, her teeth over her bottom lip, and she looks like she is trying to swallow the lower half of her body. Wow and so that she can disappear and digest herself and disappear into another a wormhole into space and time to another dimension where this is not happening. <laughs> and then Don jr. In the corner with this, like this look of joy and right. this fist bump of, of, of victory. He's like, yes. And the three of them are doing this at the exact t- same time. Trump's there. I'm fucked. Yeah. Ivanka's there. We are so fucked. Don Jr.'s there.
0: Yay. <laughs> right. That's so funny. I mean, it's not funny, but it is. They, they didn't expect
1: to win. They expected it to, to be close yeah. so they could go do this January 6th type stuff Yes. right after. Roger Stone was threatening that starting in about October yeah. of 2016. He says, look, we know the vote's rigged. They're like, oh, it's close. Good. It's close. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So he goes on the Alex Jones show and says, let me tell you something. If if, if Trump's win is stolen from us,
0: mm-hmm.
1: America's going to be a bloodbath.
0: Mm-hmm. Oof. Right. Oof. Yes.
1: And, you know, Obama it has now been revealed. Obama had the National Guard all over the country on ready.
0: Mm-hmm. They knew that was the plan.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: then... Trump won. Yeah. Oh, which was just God, I'll never forget that.
1: Yeah, I you know, I, I, I found a month that month I got one one hour of sleep per night. I found yeah. You know, I, I recall it was
0: unsettling. Um, yes, it was but, awful. That was just awful. I'll, I, I will, you know, I mean, everybody on my podcast knows. I spent time in Russia in 1981. I lived there for my seventh grade school year. My dad was an ABC News cameraman, so because I, you know, I didn't realize oh, on that—that's a hell of a year. Yeah, to it, do that, it, it really was, and it was a—it was an amazing experience, but. I mean, the thing is, is even though that particular evening, I didn't understand Russia's involvement. But as soon as I learned about it, oh, my God, it was it it drives me crazy to see these so-called progressives, you know, saying that liberals are finding Russia, Russia, Russia at every turn after all the intelligence agencies have said, yeah, Russia interfered and and they have been cyber attacking our elections and all this. And it was like, I just was so scared because I recognized how quickly, I, 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 from, from seeing what I saw with my, you know, seeing Soviet culture and an entire nation living in fear, I knew that the United States and the people in it could be bamboozled easily and then eventually, just like they were, and then eventually probably within a five- to ten-year period, this could easily turn into a Russian-type oligarchy now. I mean, not, not Soviet Russia, but what we see in Russia. And it, it really scared the shit out of me, because initially when Trump won, my first concern was North Korea. I, that was what really scared me, because I just didn't know what was going to happen, and I just it, the, the big question mark and all of it scared the shit out of me. But then understanding that this Soviet dude, that Vladimir Putin basically owns our president i'm surprised things went as well as they did you know i mean it was a horrible four years
1: i i hear you that is you know not enough gets get said about that but yeah. this could have been a hell of a lot worse because mm-hmm. we don't think of it that way but yeah. you know yeah this was a it could, have been, it could have been much worse.
0: Yeah, it could have been um, much worse. And I, and it, it's just like, oh, my God. And the thing is, is that I'm frightened, obviously, for the future of this country. But before we get into the question, I'm going to ask you about that. What what do you think Trump – okay, for instance, I don't know if you're familiar with Terry Kanefield, but she's been on my show many times. And I can't – I'm not going to read the entire thread, but she posted a thread last night, and she's talking about uh, DCAG Carl Racine and that he's looking into whether or not Trump – uh, incited a riot. And, and I think the overall is that he's going to be able to come up with, well, people have used the word fight before. And, you know, he's going to be able to hide behind the fact that he didn't come out because she points out Michael Cohen in his testimony before Congress explained how Trump's let people know what he wants them to do without saying it directly. And that, um, you know, Trump will say, I told them to be peaceful and the whole fight thing that people often use the word fight. So, what do you think that he's, like, she's basically outlining, I don't think he's going to get in trouble or go to jail for inciting an insurrection. So do, if you think he's going to jail, what what do you think are the more likely uh, charges that he would be booked on? Or not booked on, but you know what I mean, sent to jail on, sentence on.
1: They got Capone on
0: taxes. Yeah, that's what I was just going to, that's what most people have said money.
1: Well, you know, your Venmo tells no lies. Yeah. But if your accountant has four sets of books and you <laughs> have, to, if you've told one set of truth to the tax people yeah. and another to the bank people yeah. to get a loan that's bigger than you would have, that's known as bank fraud yeah. in the state of New York. And, you know, the thing the thing is, oh, well, he used fight, he did this, he did that. I mean, just, just the... Well, he, here's why you actually want Trump to go down on finance charges. Mm-hmm. It's open and shut and there's nothing to debate because <laughs> right, did he yeah. say fight? Yeah. What did he mean it? What, what about the Q Q shaman? There is no mm-hmm. shaman. There's just a <laughs> dude from Arizona who's an asshole. That's, it's, yeah. <laughs> there is no shamanic tradition at all. There.
0: No, and who stands um, in empty parking lots and screams? It, I looked him up on YouTube, and that's pretty much what he goes to parking lots and he has his phone and he records himself screaming a bunch of gibberish. So yeah, he's not a shaman.
1: Yes, I've read. I've read the DSM-5. It's uh <laughs> it's a page turn. It's it's my summer reading. I got it. Yeah. So he's a nut. Oh, yeah. he's a nutcase. Oh, it's a Q. Now he's a Q and on nutcase. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's why the Department of Justice has been going through these dudes mm-hmm. like, you, were you supposed to be in that building? Mm-hmm. No. Boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just this is your pictures. That you, is this your Facebook? Yay. I mm-hmm. just smeared poop on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Yeah. That's you. Go to prison. Yeah. I mean, and then there, there are well over 300 folks on, on that. But there, it has been already said there is a, of course, there is. A counterintelligence and national security issue. There, mm-hmm. we booked some non-English-speaking Russians who were there. The Chinese have had a little bit here and there. That's going to complicate all these things. Right. And then just overall, the Donald Trump—you know—the all-purpose hoe for all—you know—these various mob syndicates and, and dictatorships. They all own a chunk of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Egypt's guy gave him ten million during twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. That's illegal. So Egypt owns him, Malaysia owns him, mm-hmm. China owns him, and he's just owned by everybody. It's just so complicated, mm-hmm. and it's got it. It's exposing that's you know those connections at court might be damaging to national security. If he's already going to go to prison for three hundred years for bank fraud in New York State, mm-hmm. cool. You know, <laughs> I mean, exactly. you know, yeah. that's all we need. You just, you, you just need his. You know, you need him to be a cautionary tale. Mm-hmm. You need his kids to be a cautionary tale. Mm-hmm. You need Mike Pence, whose nephew ran the. You know, was the the officer on the the LLC that took six hundred million out of the one point two billion or whatever for the Republican Party in twenty twenty. You know, that that's racketeering. You just need them to go to prison. Yeah. No. Do
0: you think that, do you see an opportunity that maybe Don Jr. and Ivanka will be in prison?
1: I don't see, everybody you've heard of is going. (laughs) When? I'm not sure. We're already on to people. Look, who's this Joel Greenberg? Nobody heard about this asshole before, right? But look at the the rap sheet on him.
0: Right, right, right.
1: you know, he's going to be in prison till the heat death of the sun if he didn't, you know, if he didn't try and make a, a deal yeah. with somebody, right? That's somebody we didn't know who the friggin' tax collector was, but he turns out he's like just bang on connected to these guys. Mm-hmm. And he's up for, they just took like a, you know, a little, a little thimble drop, a little yeah. sample of his activities. Oh, look, 74,000 years in prison. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, these guys, these guys commit more felonies before they're out of bed yeah. than, than we will given 10 lifetimes. So they're,
0: you know, yeah, they're going down. I mean, we're, we're, we're starting with the people you've never heard of. Right. So that's what I was just going to ask. Like we're ba- so j- they say like, you know, obviously in the mafia trials, they're going to start with the lowliest low dude and they're going to move their way up to the top. And so mm-hmm. that's basically what you're saying is that we're starting now with people like Matt Gates and, and uh, this other guy who, what's his name, Greenberg? Um, yeah. So, and then it moves up. And then, you know what? I want to ask you this too. As far as like Dominion voting systems, suing Fox News, suing um, the, what, that woman, what, what's her name? What did, what's her name? I always forget. Sydney, pa- Sydney Powell? Sydney you mean Powell. the woman who was involved in Enron? Yes, yes, yes. Sydney Powell. And oh, okay. you know the my pillow guy, and all these people, uh-huh. Mike Lindell, so do you think that the re- like do you think that Dominion is going to sue Donald Trump and what they're doing is suing you know people like Sidney Powell first and Fox News first? do you think that's going to happen?
1: I find those lawsuits very curious, so I don't know
0: curious how. um.
1: Well, you know, not every lawsuit is ever filed in good faith. Sometimes people file lawsuits just to see you know what can be gathered in discovery phase prior um. to somebody's criminal trial that just as a for instance okay. I'm not saying that's okay. happening okay. here, but i you know it's just been so systematic. I just find
0: mm-hmm.
1: it I find it very interesting <laughs> um but that is a, by the way, that is a thing yeah. um, that you go and you, you, you know, you, you'll have two bad guys will sue each other uh-huh. to see what, what a set of judges will allow into a court case and they settle it out. Oh. Just kind of, that's, that's a way they can do a document swap without being part of a conspiracy.
0: Well, but are you saying Dominion is a bad guy?
1: I am not saying that at all. I have absolutely no comment on that, nor do I have any information. <laughs> okay. I am saying I find the, you know, the systematic hullabaloo about that particular, you know, lawsuit is like, huh, well, we want one, we want $1 million or you know, Dr. Evil. I'm yeah. like, huh, okay. Cause we've been disfamed. Right. Nobody knew who you were. No one exactly. will know who you are next time. <laughs> Yeah, but wouldn't it I mean,
0: be wouldn't it be about the trust of um, you know other countries using these systems for their elections?
1: It could be. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, uh, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Sydney Powell herself. I come to understand. I don't have the documents in front of me, but I think her her counter argument may have been sort of the 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 self Tucker Carlson because isn't there you know there's the the um, there was the argument that nobody could take Tucker Carlson's show seriously, so it can't be defamation. Right, and right, she's right. like, yeah, I'm just like that. I'm yeah. a dipshit. No one would believe anything <laughs> I had to say, so they can't have been defamed by me. I'm like, that's that's a novel legal approach. Yeah. I find that fascinating. Um, oh, <laughs> you know, wow. I was just kidding about that. whole oh, they stole the election. Thing. Oh. Because <laughs> it seemed like you were part of a s- seditious conspiracy to overthrow <laughs> right. democracy for like half a second, Sydney. Yeah. So... Interesting that it was just all what like a you know, Andy Kaufman's gonna pop up and it's just like a really, really long performance art joke. God, she should be on Saturday Night Live. She's this is totally. of, God, but They should reboot taxi. He was brilliant on that.
0: Shoehorn her into that shit. Oh my god. Okay. I have a question for you. And I ask everybody this. And so I just love to get all the different answers because I have I, I have not been convinced either way. Um I, I tend to be on more of the doom side of things. But I'm ha- i I, I, I got to say I'm both, though, because n- now that Biden has been elected – And obviously, I mean, from what I'm experiencing, and I think a lot of Americans are experiencing, you know, a sense of, oh, my God, we're so grateful that he won. And look at all these wonderful things that he's doing. Whether or not you think he's perfect isn't the point, but he's being he's he's doing what needs to be done. People are getting vaccinated. Money is getting out to people. You know, he's he's making he's making sure there's something happening with gun legislation. So Mm -hmm. that brings me to 2022 and 2024. And so okay. I, I want to know a couple different things. Number one, the first question is how do you feel about what's happening moving forward? Are you hopeful or do you feel like, hey, we still have a lot of shit that we got to get through? Um, we can't be celebrating. We, you know, What is your take on the direction of this country when it comes to the Republican Party? And we know what their plan is. We know they want to cheat and they want to do everything they can so that they can take back power. How confident are you that they won't or how, or, you know, that question.
1: One, the Republican party only wants one thing, not to go to prison for life. (laughs) Best of luck fellas. I'm not sure how that's going to go, but I wouldn't bet long on you. Um, (laughs) That's all they want. They just, you know, that's why they're, you know, trying to, they're, they're trying to like, you know, uh, you know, outlaw voting with letters. It's going to have to be right. in Braille on a day not ending in Y. You
0: know. Right.
1: Jeez, G- fellas, why are you trying to overthrow democracy? Yeah. Still, I mean, who does that? It yeah. doesn't make for very, you know, the Democrats. We suck and we're boring, but we're not trying to overthrow democracy and kill everyone. I mean, the ads write themselves yeah. for a while. Um, so why w- why would anybody be involved in messaging that bad? Uh, cause they may have committed a little light treason and, uh, they don't want to die in jail. Mm-hmm. So, so I actually don't, you know, I don't let the GOP figure that much into my, you know, my thoughts of things mm-hmm. because Merrick Garland, um, is attorney general. He's only been attorney general, what, a handful of weeks now. And these people are all like, Oh, you know, maybe sex trafficking isn't that bad, you bunch of prudes. Like, <laughs> You're right. okay, also not great political ads that are going to come out of that. Like, they're in other words, they're 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 uh, facing the business end of the doomstick in in weeks, in yeah. days. The, I mean, uh, you know, I don't want to sleep on the 2022 elections, and which is why I think you know. You got to, you know, for the Democratic Party, you got to highlight what's been done. And, you know, we have,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right. I um, agree. We have the Biden in the Biden administration. We have one of the most impressive, um, impressive administrations mm-hmm. in terms of talent mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, experience that we've ever had. And I just like to say, I moved in Washington, DC in 1999, and much have I seen and much have I done. And I do not just, automatically fillet any group of politicians. I am, you know, I'm, I'm a spook American. I'm, I'm an intelligence professional. First and foremost, we abhor um, partisan politics. Mm -hmm. I am not registered as a political party. I am never registering for a political party. Um, you know, this last few years where, Oh shit, the, you know, foreign powers control one of the political parties that, that changed a lot of, you know, behavior. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I, Uh, asked for some you know i used my twitter platform to ask for some fundraising um that i believe to be going to the legal challenges that these guys were going to make to try and overthrow democracy so i've supported uh, the democratic party these last few years you betcha i have but in general you know i I, you know i know both parties and i've known people working for both parties and uh, i don't think rose-colored yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, don't think uniquely cheery things about a- any one of them. Right. And with that said, this, this crew that is in there mm-hmm. is one of the most experienced uh, in all the right ways groups we've ever had. Yeah. Um, they're working together when they, you know, see problems. Uh, you know, they seem to be handling them pretty well. I live for Jen Psaki's, uh, press <laughs> no, conferences. No, it's so this, awesome. um, I just love her mm-hmm. and just the way she just the world weary, very patient fourth mm-hmm. grade teacher way of like, so <laughs> you're a moron, but I'm not going to be rude to you because everyone can see you're stupid. I just, I sat, it's just so great. Um, <clears throat> you know, c- coming from where we've come from, but also the, you know, the, the whole tone of hi, the grownups are back. Right. And we're doing a thing. Yeah. So, so are they get like, are they going to like repaint Air Force One? You know, <laughs> I'm going to ask around. That's a great question. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and then yeah. I, I forget what else. Oh, space force came up. I think it was yeah. Pete Ducey. It might have been one of the. There's some other chuckleheads in there. Yeah, and it was like, "What about space force?" And she's like, "Oh, wow, it's the plane of today." I was like, oh, <laughs> "Such a head slam!" And like, uh, just to be clear, I'm not insulting space force. I'll get right on that because we already have <laughs> something called, you know, space command, which is with the air force, and that's a long story. But they're <laughs> they're, they're working really hard and really efficiently yes. at the super important stuff, like the speed with which they've gotten vaccinations out,
0: yes. you know, yeah.
1: you know, without spiking the football every nine minutes, because mm-hmm. like, yeah, Defense Production Act, we're invoking it, go, Yeah, um, you know, Biden, you know, gets Ron Klain for his yes. uh, chief of staff, what's his claim to fame, Ebolas are he, he rolled out the, you know, protecting America from Ebola, mm-hmm. um, he knows about, you know, he's done large scale pandemic management, not this big, but nobody's done anything this big in a hundred yeah. years, right. and boom, we have got you know sixty-four percent of people over the age of sixty, I think, yeah. are now at least one dose in. Right. I mean, this this after playing grab ass for a year mm-hmm. with you know with you know uh, genocide, yeah, you know under Trump. So these guys have the Democrats have come in, and you know they're not perfect, and there's going to be right. some there's going to be some dirty Dems. who are you know gonna catch it in the tailpipe before mm-hmm. this is all over. Um, maybe even soon, but mm. you know, the administration is just getting to work mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that as long as they maintain access to voting, <clears throat> so we're not just, you know, only allowed to vote upside down, yeah. um, in European sign language, uh, <laughs> you know, then we, we have a fighting chance. Uh, and then other than that, the, you know, the, the fact that the economy's open, uh, you know, or, you know, we're all vaccinated and, you know, the death toll from this yeah. horrible disease is, is down, can sp- have some time and space to speak for itself. Right. So, I'm, so I'm more optimistic than I normally am. And it's not, I, I'm not an optimist. I'm an analyst. Right. I just look at this and go, all right, w- what do we have for resources? You know, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And diplomatically, we're telling the bad guys you know, I mean, and they started this right off with China mm-hmm. and and Russia. They're like, China, hi. We're not going to talk to you for a few weeks. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, well, there's there's a lot of diplomatic maneuvers that if you if you understand diplomacy and how it, and how it works, things that are really cold shoulders and hard elbows and whatnot. And they started doing them early. And like first words out of the mouth, they're like, Yeah, no, Russia can get fucked. Mm-hmm. See you guys soon. Mm-hmm. And you look on Russian TV all their their TV anchors went from, ha, 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 we own the Trump, we mm-hmm. do, ha, ha, to yes, Russians are worried about what these sanctions were. <laughs> yeah. <you> sh- yeah. <laughs> oh, did you all just figure out that you have a petroleum-based economy and that the only currency on Earth you can buy or sell petroleum is the U.S. dollar, yeah. and we decide who gets to use it, and if we <laughs> sanction your whole country or cut you off from SWIFT, then you're going to try and be, you're going to be selling that and freaking acorns yeah yeah yes it's gonna hurt you shouldn't have tried this yeah
0: well that makes me feel good and you know i mean i'm hopeful there but here's here's the last question i have for you and here's like my concern too let's say that in 2024 okay let's say at this point trump has not been indicted or gone to prison and he and, and not died from some covid complication or something um, mm-hmm. and he decides to run and let's say that Joe Biden wait, so did,
1: wait, 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 this is tr- we,
0: Trump 2024
1: is that yes. the thought there yeah okay he,
0: he supposedly wants to run again right that's his goal or at least that's what's been put out there that he's going to run again and obviously there are other people that could run if Ron DeSantis is uh, not in trouble or you know if all these people are walking free and able to do it there's gonna be this bunch of Republicans that are, in my opinion, threatening to democracy. And because we have, I think just the other day, there was a poll out that 80% of Republicans stand behind stand behind Trump running in 2024. So with that said, you know, and, and throw in whether, I mean, because I think that if Trump were to run again against Joe Biden, I would feel quite confident. If Joe Biden decides that he's okay, I I know he said he's going to run in 2024, but we'll see what happens. So let's say he doesn't run and it's Kamala running. If Kamala is running against Donald Trump, what do you, as an analyst, what do you see? How like how do you see that playing out? Um, <clears throat> you know, let's see. I mean,
1: look, you know, I think Kamala Harris was a was a really shrewd and wonderful choice um for vice president Mm -hmm. um you know you're gonna have somebody uh, it's great to have somebody as old and experienced as as joe biden but you can't get around the old part that dude is in better shape than i am (laughs) uh you know we both went to the university of delaware for a year you know like uh, you know 40 years apart or whatnot um
0: but but, is in good shape yeah but he's
1: yeah no he's looking great how however i mean they're you know cell reproduction, you know, you can only do so much with that. And <laughs> it's good to have somebody that's young and yeah. as experienced in, you know, really high level positions as, as Kamala. Um, and you know, she has, you know, she's not just a media product. Mm-hmm. You know, she was the second biggest prosecutor yeah. in America because that's what attorney general of California is. And she was a U.S. Senator. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, you know, she's she had a lot going on she, there.
0: But she is a woman, and she is black. And we I live in notice. a racist, racist sexist country. And I mean, I think she would make a fucking kick-ass president, but that's me. You know I mean? I, I, I said the other day that there, there are some people that I spoke with. I, I'll try to not say who they are just in case they ever decide to listen, which they probably wouldn't. But they are Republican, <laughs> did not like Trump at all. But sure. I, And didn't tell me if they voted for Biden, but I could easily see these two white men that I was speaking with, um, probably about in their 50s, I could see them voting for Biden because they seemed to be reasonable people. Uh, I don't know if they would feel comfortable voting for Kamala Harris. And so I know that obviously Biden got an you know, extraordinary amount of votes, but so did Trump. Unfortunately, he got more yeah, sure. more the more the second time around. So I, I don't know th- that's what like frightens me, and I and I genuinely hope that Joe Biden has. Uh, you know, we all know the guy's seventy eight years old when uh, now when twenty twenty four comes around, he's going to be eighty two, and as you said he's in really great shape and i don't have any I, I don't see that there's any issue with competence or mental problems or anything like that he doesn't seem to have mental decline or anything like that but we all know that the presidency ages you very quickly we saw what happened with obama and he you know he, we thought he had some shit to clean up <laughs> you know and and i i, I just want to preface or, or or not preface but say that one thing that biden really has going for him here is that he's been in you know, service for so many years and, and he knows everybody and he knows the tricks and he knows, he knows, you know, whereas uh, Barack Obama, an incredibly intelligent man walked into this without a whole lot, like without this lifetime of experience that Joe Biden has. And, so, I do think that Biden is so entirely capable, but of course, there's still going to be stress because even though he knows all these people and he knows the deals and he knows the games, I mean he's working for all these people, and he's he feels that pressure and he feels that stress and so um I don't know i mean i'm I'm certainly i I, I can't even remember if I had a question on this I'm going off so much <laughs> but
1: <laughs> well, uh- <laughs> what's what is the whole you know what does the future hold, and right. you know if Trump who will be you know, near 80, Yeah,
0: um,
1: true. you know, if he's out of prison and if he's alive, <laughs> um, you know, what would he do like, you know, versus Kamala Harris? Well, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of uncertainty in there. Yes. Let's go to some of the things I can predict in, in again, in the business of uh, future forecasting. One of the things we can always Work off is demographics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you know, the baby boomers will be X years old yeah. by a certain date, uh, and there's this many of them. Unless satellites fall on everyone's head, right. that's not going to change significantly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we're going to be four. We're you know, we're going to be compared to this last election. We're going to be four years um, closer to you know fewer baby boomers yeah. in the voting population. Though the elder, you know, the the older populations. Are the most dominant still? um, You know, the understanding is the percentage. uh, Your the percentage of voter turnout tends to match your age. Hmm. So forty percent of forty year olds, sixty percent of 60 year olds, and then it drops off after about seventy five or eighty because um, you know people start being infirm. But um, but you know, this is why when people were like, "Oh no, we can't have Joe Biden," we. You know, we need somebody that's completely different. It's like, uh, easy kids. Uh, yeah. These states that you want to win mm-hmm. are full of old white people. Right. And best not to spook them too much. Sorry, <laughs> it's just how it is. Yeah. So having Joe, you know, Joe show up is ah much a malarkey. I mean, <laughs> I <know. laughs> it was like mailox for everybody. And you know, well, oh, by the way, here's a black chick who, who, you know, if he if he drops dead of a heart attack, she'll be president. Right. Can you handle it? Yeah. And. More people voted for that pair than voted for anybody ever. And yeah, this is a racist system. Mm -hmm. And there are people who have racial prejudice all over this country. That's true. It's always, you know, it's always been true from Mm -hmm. the beginning. There's still the country that, that voted for Barack Obama Mm -hmm. and which clearly didn't, you know, didn't, didn't stop all our problems, Mm -hmm. but you know, a lot of the, the racial animus has been intentional, has been, you know, ginned up through Facebook and through Fox News, yes. and it's been, you know, very, very intentional in the way that they targeted people who were, you know, susceptible to being radicalized. Targeted radicalized people and helped them vote, mm-hmm. um, and you know, people who might not have voted before voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was done through a painstaking process that left just shit tons of evidence that has yet to be prosecuted, which is going to be fun. Um, you know, but I don't think, you know, I don't, I, I don't think it'll be, um, that, you know, there won't be an issue for some voters Mm -hmm. that Kamala Harris is a woman of color. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's going to escape people, but we're going to be four years closer to, you know, this younger generation who, when you look at the polling and I've been looking at this poll data for over 20 years, yeah. watching this stuff change hmm. and, you know, people forget like, um, you know, the civil unions bill, which I believe was in Vermont first, which is where I'm from originally and it was what, 2004 or five. Hmm. Um, you know, before we get to marriage equality, um, where the formation of the household doesn't really matter with your gender, that's, that's not 20 years old. You know, that's, that's, you know, a little over 10 years old. Right. Um, And, you know, that would have been, I mean, you know, 50, 60 years ago, you know, we were working on the loving case in Virginia on people who would identify as different races being able to get married you know america yeah. changes and yes, you know does. we are i think one of the reasons that the republican party got so desperate enough to work with foreign powers is <laughs> you know their southern strategy with nixon was done mm-hmm. i mean they their culture war they lost mm-hmm. their only way to keep it going was to turn full traitor yeah. because wow, yeah. the next generation the next generation is more of mixed race. That mm-hmm. more of their friends are out in high school.
0: Yeah,
1: more that you know, they have gay and you know, lesbian and, and you know, non-binary uncles and aunts mm-hmm. who are married and part of their family. It's right. just the world's different, and you can you cannot turn the clock back to 1955 for those folks. And, and they are increasingly part of the 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 voting uh, yeah. you know, the voting demographics of, of America. And I think the people who were depending on keeping us all angry and dysfunctional, they bet on that for a long time. And it yeah. was a pretty good bet. It was a good bang for your buck in terms of ROI and it's over. Um, or at least we're turning a major corner where yeah. that's not enough anymore. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I think also, you know, and I, and I want, to want to rest this on demographics first since that's the question mm-hmm. you, that you asked. But there's another set of variables in there that I don't think are all that variable. And that's the sheer number of people going to prison. That when you <laughs> mm-hmm. look at right. the, the criminality
0: mm-hmm.
1: of this, this group, and we've only been really investigating it without Bill Barr and yeah. his lackeys hanging on for a few weeks now. Yes. <clears throat> you add three years. If you're talking about the presidential election right. of, of 2024, wow, November of yeah. 2024. Three and a half years from now. Yeah. Imagine three and a half years later past this Matt Getz right you know stuff. Where they're looking at him for, for sex trafficking minors. You know, what what are we gonna mm-hmm. uncover from Kushner,
0: <laughs> right? Bannon, yeah,
1: Mercer. Um, the, the the dude who runs Home Depot, who was behind a bunch of this, Stevie Schwartzman at Blackstone, all this stuff. Three years is a long, long time, time to yeah. be unveiling prosecutions. And some of the things, uh, and this goes back to our being in our conversation, I think one of the reasons they're leading with some of the abuses of children and, and the federal
0: huh.
1: crimes against them mm-hmm. it is that one, it's something that needs to be stopped and mm-hmm. <clears throat> brought to justice as soon as possible. But also, if you're looking at taking apart this huge network of corruption and treason, mm-hmm. if you will, it, it, this is stuff that does not need too much explanation and is unforgivable.
0: Yes, absolutely. And,
1: yeah. and yeah. it'll communicate to – it'll play in Peoria. You know, right. well, I yeah. wanted this, I thought this, and, you know, I don't like Hillary – I don't like the Democrats and fine. There's plenty of reasons for both that you could come to that are, that are legitimate. Mm -hmm. Um, But how do you feel about selling
0: kids? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, one thing though, I'm also hoping to, I mean, what you're saying actually is making me feel less doom, which is good. And good for me anyway. Um, (laughs) But, but I'm hoping too, that part of all of this coming to play in 2022 and, uh 2024 20, is all the good things that are going people will feel the difference you know i mean obviously like you said there's all these in, these inequalities and in some cases biden is starting you know he just with this first relief bill the cutting child poverty in half that's going to be felt you know they always say people vote with their pockets the main street the main street issues as opposed to like abortion and that kind of stuff, if people are feeling financially secure, um, then I would hope that that is also another factor into. And, and you know what? I am a Democrat, uh, and I've always been. A I, gotta, Democrat. I gotta, I
1: gotta, I gotta, I gotta. I just, I want to take this in another direction. I think it's okay. going to be more, more to the point here for voters. Uh-huh. Okay we've got this, we got the COVID, we, you know, we're, you know, over half million dead and many other people affected. It's, it, it's terrible, but we're getting the vaccines yeah. and, you know, we've all been inside. We've had our school age children inside, you know, for <laughs> yeah. in case anyone has those out there, right. That's a
0: huge, yeah.
1: you know, you know, so just start there. Yeah. You're, you're not trying to do work calls from the same room that your your kids doing their Google Chromebook thingy right, with yes. their fourth grade class. So right there, yeah. there's an election one somewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, just run that like, hi, yeah. we got you the vaccine so you don't have to do your conference calls in the same room as third grade. Vote for me. <laughs> But there's something even more basic, and if they don't run ads on this, I'm gonna I'll jump into the race, or I'll, I'll <laughs> open up a shop. I don't care. I'll, I'll I'll do the political ads for this. We are only a few weeks to months away from making out with strangers in bars again, right? <laughs> we're only we're, we're we're only a few weeks and months away from 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 regular <laughs> regularly scheduled activities that right. lots of people miss. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. Like. You'll you know you'll be able to go see a band again, and that's going to be
0: and you can have sex. You can have sex again. It's like you know I have a friend who's single, and you know he likes to just date. And he was telling me he's like I I don't want to be intimate with anybody because I don't want to risk it. So it's like yeah, you can go have sex again.
1: Hey, we're and for for us Gen Gen Xers out there, like we already lived through this. Right, (laughs) we already lived through like AIDS. Oh, you know for. Those was a certain age. It's like you hit puberty, and the yeah. second you hit puberty, it's like, oh no, age, <laughs> you know, penis <Guinness laughs> is just gonna catch fire and explode immediately. Now, what yes. was, that wasn't true, right? But you were, you yes, know, you had that, you know, yeah. feeling like, yeah, you were, you were like on a suicide mission with SEAL Team Two or something <laughs> exactly. every time you went out. You know, you didn't know, yeah. So get on your gear and all, all that. This is this is the real. This is uh, you know live fire exercise, though. This is like no seriously, you. You might die. Right. Um, once that's taken care of, like, first of all, you know, if you can't get laid that weekend, but that's done, hang uh, <laughs> hang up the skates. It might be rough. But if you don't use that in political ads, yes. like Democrats, right. we helped you get laid again. You're welcome. <laughs> With Trump, you know, you, oh God, so cool. you know,
0: that is so funny. Yes, you wouldn't have gotten like,
1: laid for another three. You would probably dead, but definitely not getting laid. You that know, is for such three years. a good idea. If and that know, doesn't write, it's <laughs> write itself as a political ad. Maybe, I, it's not my business. I don't know. But that seems like a
0: I a swear bunch to of God, I am going to pitch that to some of the like I think I think the Midas people follow me. Um so I'm gonna pitch that to them and just say, Hey, make an ad. That would be so awesome. That would be so awesome. And you're absolutely right, because it's true. The it's it the good things that are happening in the Biden administration, I just hope that people have a memory long enough. Obviously, we have these short-term memories and we're terrible at voting. And uh, that, you know, Trump changed that because we did see a very high voter turnout in 2018. um, And then obviously it continued through 2020. But now there's this idea that, oh, people are going to get complacent because we're comfortable. I don't know, though, because we, as, like you said, with, with all of the, the corruption coming out and people getting indicted, and I know the Republicans are going to spin it in such a way that they're innocent and the Democrats are just making all of this up, but beyond that, I think the things that you've pointed out, at least for me, like I said, make me feel a little more confident that the Democrat and it, and and I agree because it's like I I definitely I've been a Democrat my whole life, and I'm a liberal person, I'm a progressive person, um, but I but I know that nobody's perfect. I mean, I was going after. D- democratic senators in 2013 because they weren't supporting just a resolution to remove the deadline from the Equal Rights Amendment. And so I would literally threaten them with blog posts that, that they weren't supporting women. And in some cases it worked. Like I did it with uh, Mark Warner from Virginia and I wrote something about him and he didn't like it. And literally it took a few hours and he's like, okay, I'll support it. but And some people didn't care. But in, in some cases, I just, just the threat of, you know, uh, a Democrat calling out another Democrat that they weren't supporting women were like, yeah, yeah, we'll sign it. Because it, was, it wasn't even a vote. It was just a signature was in support of. So, I you know, I know that there are Democrats out there and way worse than that than just not supporting the ERA. But, I mean, that there are corrupt Democrats out there. And they're not always great at making choices and decisions and whatnot. But, clearly, as you ba- have just spelled out, there is this whack job party that has just, they they'll play with the with, uh, foreign powers that want to destroy us. They're trying to take everything now because they can see the writing on the wall that, that you know, this country is so much more interested in diversity and equality, even though that, yeah, there sure are those white supremacists out there and, and you know, the patriarchal crowd and all that, they exist and they still have enough power. Enough to scare me, but I do feel that, I th- that there is hope. And, you know, I mean, I talk to people like you, I to pe- people on my show who give me these reasons to be hopeful. And I don't think that that's why you were doing it. Just the way you were spelling it out gives me a reason to be hopeful. And it makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> just a little well,
1: bit. good, good. I mean, I, like, I'm not the, I am not in the hope business. Right, I you know, know a, a I lot, know. Look, you know, I, let me tell you, when, my, when I wrote a thread on uh, December 11th, 2016, uh, that, uh is, you know, titled, uh, you know, guys, it's time for some game theory, which mm-hmm. is from the first tweet in that, where I'm like, hi, there's Russia and they do Russia things yeah. and they're involved here. <sighs> you know, they, yeah. I didn't go nearly as deep into it as, you know, the reality has turned out to be, but, um, I was not selling hope then. Right. Uh, if, you know, anyone who remembers how that thread ends up, I'm like, we're in some trouble here. Yeah and people are doing their jobs the intelligence community is on this law enforcement is on this but we have some we got some trouble kids to strap mm-hmm. in and we might lose this country mm-hmm. and yeah. if we don't we shouldn't lose the idea right. of this country like i you know when i was looking at the the radar then i had no reason to sell anybody hope uh, except yeah. you know to say you know, if you work your ass off and wake up, maybe there's a shot. Mm-hmm. Four years later, that ain't where I'm at, because people did step up. And, you know, they may not have prosecuted all the people you'd have wanted in the time frame you'd have liked, and there were people who got really pissy with Robert S. the III's mm-hmm. work, mostly because they didn't understand it mm-hmm. and didn't understand that, like, hey, you know, if we throw out this system and the you know, due process in all this, um, yeah, we're we're taking damage. This is a war. Mm-hmm. This is a war. Mm-hmm. So people die in war. This is terrible. Yeah. But if if we if we break our system and if we cheat now, mm-hmm. there are people waiting in the wings. Like, hey, if you cheated for that, cheat for my guy. Cheat in right. this direction. Yes. Well, we, next time we get in, we're gonna cheat. Mm-hmm. And you know these people, uh, you know, I guarantee you that um, you know. Bob Mueller would love to feed people into a wood chipper, all the people whose names that you'd think like, who would I like to get rid of? I guarantee Mueller would like to take a hatchet to their their, their skulls. But that that's not how this works, right? And yeah you know nevertheless they did the investigation they laid in evidence that just because it didn't you know there weren't charges brought at that second mm-hmm. doesn't mean they're not going to be brought in fact that's one of the things some of the stuff i see on the on the margins uh, in 2020, I think it was early in that year, Barr started getting real pissy in mm-hmm. some interviews, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, well, just there's a bunch of you know, uh, unelected bureaucrats who this and that and think they can do things that other people can't, well, I was like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> Something I heard was he was realizing that the assistant U.S. attorneys around the country might have been, been dragging their feet yeah. – on bringing charges because if they're investigating and they bring charges Barr can get in there and screw it all up.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I wonder about that. If yeah. they didn't
1: quite press the button on that, exactly. all that evidence would still be in there and especially if it's a conspiracy yeah. and you know a lot of conspiracy charges the the statute of limitations is reset at the last act taken in furtherance of the conspiracy. So there's no rush here. We just wait for the election and, and this son of a bitch be out of office. I think Barr caught wind that people realized that mm-hmm. he was the shutdown guy. Right. Uh, he yeah. was the cover-up guy. And they were onto him. And he got caught. Mm-hmm. Ah! And, you know, and so they're like, ah, here's where we're going. Oh, you've got your special tricks. you just screwed everything up. Well, here's our special trick. We just won't bring charges <laughs> just yet. In other words... All that stuff. I don't like what Mueller did. He failed us.
0: Did he? We ain't done yet. Right. Yeah. And (laughs) you know what? I did. I did wonder about that. And I have asked other, you know, prosecutors on my show, is that possible that they're holding back on stuff and, you know, waiting? And so that that's that's just makes me happy, too.
1: (laughs) I'm telling you, pacer.gov, right? Didn't I? Didn't I leave yes. with my, and one of my favorite things? pacer.gov. So if So you go check <laughs> out. Throughout the last four years, they started unzipping some, uh, you know, some uh, some charges on like New York City area mobsters. And I'm like, wait a minute, this this indictment on the Gambinos is going back to yes. 1996. Wow. And Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, you know, the the spy pimp who <laughs> worked with Epstein. Um, whose dad was the arms trader, Russian spy dude, uh, Robert Maxwell. Um, those, those charges in Gillen are from, like, 96. Hmm. The superseders are coming out a little later. These people, you know, they left a long trail of evidence. We're just getting to the stuff in the 90s. <laughs> you know, when yeah, the Russians were rolling the Italian yeah. mafia all the way up in New York and Florida, wow. like that. Well, we're the, – the indictments of the last couple of years, uh-huh. some of them reference the 1990s. Wow. So the notion that all of that stuff from the 2016 election – when they took down what was that that uh, very sad, misguided Vermont, uh, Douglas Mackey, who's uh, of uh, the northeast kingdom of Vermont, where uh-huh. I'm from, very, very, very disappointed. Uh, he, he got nailed for creating propaganda, trying to cheat black voters out of their vote by telling them they could – on Facebook, that they could tax their vote for Hillary Clinton using their cell phones, which was a lie. Mm -hmm. Um, He was for hire all the way through the 2020 elections apparently. They're nailing him for stuff done that summer Mm -hmm. in 2016 and November of 2016. So the party, we've, we've not even... We've only just begun, Darwin. Right. so this, this could be quite
0: fun. Well, this yes, it will, and, and you know what, as you say, I mean, there's a certain amount of impatience that you feel like, get it done now, do it now, do it now, but, you know, speaking about these uh, upcoming elections, the closer we get to these elections as, you know, if indictments are falling down or, or sentencing is falling down and all, you know, proving that these people did, cr- you know, criminal behavior, then yeah, it actually bodes well for Democrats in those elections, so here's hoping. (laughs) And I'm going to take that as a You can't run if you're already in prison. Yes, exactly. Yay. Well, it's just, it's fascinating talking to you. You have an interesting mind and it's so fun. It's like going up and down (laughs) and all around. And like, you you are obviously as an analyst thinking about things differently than just somebody like me, who's, you know, on Twitter all day and, and getting my news from various sites and whatnot I feel like I'm the more regular kind of person and you've got that specific analyst mind so it's it's just fascinating listening to how you're breaking things down and again you know for me it was helpful I hope my listeners you know got a little hope out of this because it it does feel good to know when we watch people getting murdered and you know like I look at Derek Chauvin and I, I think that it, it seems impossible that he's gonna get away with this, but I guess we'll find out when we find out. I I it looks like the blue wall has been broken and you know, I can kind of take that to all these people in the Trump administration, Republicans, the dirty people. I'm I'm just I'm just hoping that there's a difference this time. I do you know, I, I, I'm so hopeful. Because what else do I have just to be like, you know, everything sucks. I don't want to say that all the time. So, (laughs) but it was really fun talking to you. (laughs) It was fun talking
1: to you too. And uh, keep the faith.
0: I will. Or as Joe Biden's grandmother said, spread it. (laughs) Well, before you go, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you?
1: Well, I too am on on Twitter uh, at Eric Garland, E-R-I-C-G-A-R-L-A-N-D. And uh, you can tune into the Game Theory Today podcast, which is out every Friday. Uh, And I have a Patreon attached to that. And, uh, uh, yeah. And And also check out uh, my last episode with uh, Bob Seska, which was awesome. Yeah. Fun to do as well.
0: Check it out. Awesome. And you can find me also on Twitter at author Kimberly K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y. Don't forget that extra E. And, of course, all my books are on Amazon. I always ask for and need reviews from anybody who likes to read my stuff. So thank you, Eric, so much. It was really fun talking to you.
1: Pleasure is mine. Thanks.
0: Take care. Bye-bye.